0: One of the things that I like about it is I think there's this blend of some block practice and some learning through repetition, but then there's also some accountability at the end. And I think anytime you have a drill that has both pieces to that, I think you have something that can really benefit the players. So you're listening to the tap into college golf podcast, where we provide an inside look at the world of college golf. College recruiting consultant Brandi Jackson shares her knowledge of college recruiting plus interviews with some of the most accomplished coaches and players in college golf. If you are ready to tap into the best tips, stories, and insight, then you've come to the right place. Here's your host brandy jackson
1: all right this week for sharing um his favorite drills that he likes to do with his team and just um actually said he has two thoughts here so excited to hear what those would be but we have the university of wisconsin coach todd erlin here um so take it away and tell us what um what those favorite drills are that you have
0: yeah i mean thanks brandy um you know as, as you can imagine we got a, got a ton of different drills we go to and and it's amazing how many of the the players show up with some really great drills and you, you kind of learn throughout. Yeah. Let me, let me go over just a couple of thoughts or one, one that I really love that is kind of a go-to for us is we just, we just re- refer to it as our 18 ball drill. And um, the basic premise of it is you're going to have three separate piles of six golf balls. And we do this in greenside situations. Um, we also do it with, wedge work with some distance wedges up in our scoring area and for a short game area and we may be and so the six piles are just kind of in sequence of each other in some interval behind it if it's a green side situation maybe the first pile will be five steps off the green Um, the next pile will be five steps behind that and then the third pile will be five steps behind that so now the shot has kind of changed I mean, one's really close to the green, you know, up to the edge and one's a little further back. And so the club selections may vary, but I think it's one of the best ways to kind of teach versatility um, and creativity around the green, like trying to figure out, okay, this shot isn't the same as the one who's the one in the next pile back. And one of the things that I like about it is I I think there's this blend of – some block practice and some learning through repetition but then there's also some accountability at the end and i think anytime you have a drill that has both pieces to that i think you have something that can really benefit the player so the basic premise to it is they just they hit three balls from the first pile and there are really there's no there's no test associated with those first three balls they hit it's just accountability or learning and what works well and paying attention to the, the, if it's a wedge, how far is the backswing to get to the right yeah. number of the carry. You're just learning repetition. Yes. Go back to the next pile, three more. So on the third pile, three more. Then we cycle back two, two and two. All right. Again, just paying attention, maybe changing clubs, learning, adapting, adjusting what's working well, what isn't. And then we've got one ball left in each pile. And then that's kind of the accountability piece to it. And that's the text. And so depending on the difficulty of the shot, you just have to set a fair, realistic expectation. And all three of those next shots now have to meet that expectation. And yeah. if it doesn't, we just put the balls back in the pile and we go through it again and we lay out 18 more balls and we do it again. We just kind of learn and adjust. and it just, I love a drill. I love drills that have some repetition and some block piece yeah. to it where you're learning, but then it finishes with some accountability mm-hmm. and accountability. a test.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love and that. Yeah.
0: it's, it's just been a great drill for us. The players really rally around it. They respond. They think it helps. Um, and uh, it, it, in the green side situations, I really think it does a great job of like teaching versatility and creativity. you know yeah. which club works best here well they they they're gonna get a few reps and they get to experiment a little bit so
1: um yeah because i don't know juniors don't have don't need that at all they don't they you know
0: oh no no nobody needs any creativity or versatility around
1: right they they know how to hit all (laughs) kinds of creative spots around the green no doubt you know eight irons and nine irons and that kind of stuff yeah well i mean i I love love that. that yeah Yeah.
0: You know, the the question comes, which club, which club works best from here? I'm like, well, let me turn to page 12 of the manual and I'll tell you, it's like, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of an individual issue. It's like,
1: you know,
0: do you have a ton of shaffling coming into it or do you kind of work the head and release the head? I mean, that's going to be sure, a totally yeah. different golf shot, right?
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So much, so much to it that, yeah, they just, they no idea, but that, I love that. Like you said, I like the, and I know a lot of parents and players out there at the junior level level probably don't quite understand the difference in that block practice. And then a little bit more of that kind of um, random accountability type of practice. So when you can, uh, kind of build that in together that's always a, a great combo there yeah,
0: I, I love those and if together. we're doing if we're doing wedge work um, you know we may just you know set it up at five yard increments or whatever you know set a pile up at 20 25 30 mm-hmm. 30 35 or whatever but then when you create that last ball you just have to kind of establish some some realistic challenging but attainable yeah goals yeah. And, um, awesome. I mean, the purpose of our drills is not to ever create frustration. I mean, I just, I mean, you do want them, if they execute at a, at a high level, you want it to be rewarded, and you want it to be recognized with success. That's, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, that, that's kind of one go-to like it. that I think yeah. has, has been really positive for our teams. The other one, um, I don't, I don't think this is unique to indoor practice, for winter practice, but I will tell you it really has made a difference in our teams and it and that's really primarily where we use it a lot is i think I think as a northern school it's really a challenge to kind of find drills that produce transferable skills that mm-hmm. kind of prepare you to go outside and yeah. and to be able to play golf and so what we do with our range work is um, we, we, we try to create some some challenges and some, some skills where they're going to have to develop some transferable skills and try to simulate more on-course conditions. And so what will happen in the wintertime, I'll just describe like one, how it might look in our facility. Um, so we're hitting in to out. We've got the opportunity to to hit golf balls from from a sheltered protected area. And then we've got some we got like three of the flags that are set for us at our at our facility. We have one at 170, one at 150, and we have another flag at about 135. And what I'll do is I'll go out there and I create some boundaries on either side and Whatever you want to put out there, whether you want to put cones out there or whether you want to put out bag stands or other flags or whatever you want to do. But let's say we put cones out there, and then I'm going to create, like maybe at that 135 flag, I'll create a boundary that's really tight on the left and a little more room on the right. And so it'll simulate a tight left pin. Then mm-hmm. I'll go to the 150 and I'll simulate a tight right pin. So the, you know, the the cone will be three steps off the, to the right. And then maybe I'll give them six or seven steps off to the left, or maybe that's a little yeah. bit generous, but, and then same, same sort of a concept out in the next one. So then we just, we kind of work off 18 walls again and we'll kind of chart it and graph it and pay attention to it throughout the course of the season. And we'll just make them rotate through each. Um, but There's an expectation that with 18 shots, 18 approach shots, that you're hitting 66.6%, you know, two-thirds of the fairway or two-thirds of the greens, that you're hitting quality golf shots. And by quality golf shots, I mean, you have to be able to commit to not missing short side left, short side right at the given holes and just, you know, at the given approach shots. And so now they have to learn how to target just away from the flag, but yet truly commit to hitting a good golf shot because it doesn't do you any okay, I didn't miss short side left, but you can't just fan it out and leave yourself wide side, wide side missing greens out on the right either. Yeah. So, you know, now we kind of create this expectation of we're not just hitting balls at the flag. We're actually hitting golf shots and seeing a golf shot the way you would out on a golf course.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure that, uh, I get some girls that are in the, the Northeast and the Midwest who are a no struggle with those, you know, drills for indoors. Um, to so being able you to know, set those up, gotta help a lot.
0: You know, those sorts of things you can, you can do it. I mean, we do similar stuff every once in a while, you know, during when, when the weather's good and yeah. we're outside and summer practice. And I think those accountability drills are really good, but, um, It's just, you know, sometimes when, when you're in the, in the off season and you're in the winter months, you're struggling for like, okay, how do I produce practice drills and practice habits that are going to be transferable out to the golf course when I step out there? Yeah. And that's one that has just been really effective for us. Um, It's been really beneficial um, you can you can play different games with it and adjust it a little bit, but that's the core premise to it and the basic idea behind it. And we're just trying to find find drills to develop transferable skills that are gonna help you play golf when you step on the golf course.
1: Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Because it's what um, I love love a lot of Vision Fifty Four stuff, and they talk about you know golf being one of the only sports that you play and practice on a totally different you know field than you. You, you practice on a totally different field than you play on. Um, right. You know, so the better you can try to create those scenarios during practice when you're not on the golf course um, to transfer them or just, you know, it's a little bit challenging sometimes. And I think some of the junior players don't quite have the, the, the accountability and the creativity. And what I tell them is so exciting about playing college golf is they have coaches like yourself out there who set these up for them. But if they can start to learn a little bit of that, just, you know, as much as they can as junior players it's not just going to help them be more prepared for college golf but it's going to help their games in the you know in the process
0: if we have if we have a player who's struggling with greens and regulation um you know throughout throughout the course of a season and it doesn't matter if it's off season you know winter months or if we're like two weeks into the fall and we're just everything's great um you know you certainly have to evaluate I mean, there's a lot of reasons why they aren't hitting greens. Um, Maybe they aren't driving the ball very well. Maybe their just execution is really poor, and they're not hitting it very solid. But one of the factors, a lot of times, is truly being able to commit to like appropriate targets. Mm -hmm. You know, what is what is really strong? You know, appropriate targeting, and then can you commit to that? And this would be something that we'd set up any time of the year for one of our players to get them going and put up some boundaries and create some guidelines and cre- create and simulate a short right pin, a tight left pin, um, and get them comfortable with, okay, you got to target just three steps to the left of this pin, but now you have to commit to it and you can't short yeah. side yourself, but you also can't just pull it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: 75 feet to the left (laughs) and and then bringing three putting into play
1: yeah i mean we've got to hit
0: quality golf shots out on the golf course
1: exactly yeah yeah uh, yeah i love that i love that. we'd
0: go to that we'd go to that in a heartbeat and uh it always makes a difference for players it always helps
1: yeah good both of those um love those drills and and uh, the inside especially throwing one in there for the indoor because obviously not too long from now we're gonna um for you all, I know, and then like I said, I got players. I actually have a girl all the way out in Alaska. Um, obviously, doesn't have a you know, she doesn't get to hit out to a range necessarily, but always looking for you said ways to to make the most of your time when you're doing that. So appreciate. But I'll
0: tell you what, if you're in a if you're in a dome, let's say you have one of your players is in in a dome, mm-hmm. you know, and they can't see 170 yards worth of ball flight, but they could take some of these same exact targeting drills and create targets with tight right pins, tight left pins, and you know, appropriate margins, um, and work on distance control with wedges. Yeah. Okay, so you're working on depth and distance control, but while you're doing it, you're also making sure you're positioning yourself on the proper side of the hole. And now that sequence of targeting, commitment, missing on the proper side, that helps you play better golf out on the golf course. Mm-hmm. Oh that's, yeah. That's, that's sure. not swing mechanics. That's playing golf. Yeah. And, uh, so even if they aren't seeing full ball flight and hitting it into out, um, there's still ways to, to kind of maximize and Im- improve in some of those areas for them.
1: Yes, definitely. I love that. Love all of that. So much, so much good insight, so much good stuff. Um, really appreciate it. Thanks for, um, sharing those couple of drills and, and, and just even given such good reason, not just on what they are, but, but why they work and, and why you all use them. And, and it's, um, Great insight for, like I said, players, parents, coaches out there who are um, indoor, outdoor, whatever it might be. So thanks again for that insight and um, hope all of you out there listening um, will take these drills and put them into play.
0: Good luck to all the players out there.
1: Thank you for joining me on this episode of Tap Into College Golf. For more information, you can visit www brandyjacksongoff.com. That's Brandy with an I. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at bjacksongoff. See you next time.